What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. It took me a long time to get to this understanding or actually bring out this subconscious voice I was being raised with and actually hear it out loud consciously. It took me then tracing back so many aspects of my life and finding how so many of them were tied to this programming, infected by this programming. And if you are like me, or like most of us mere mortals, and have read the title of this episode, chances are you have had this voice go through your head at least once or twice. Or for most of us, once or twice every day. Maybe even once or twice every hour or every minute. What will people think? What will they think of me if I do this? If I step out and put myself out there in a way they have never seen me? What will people think? And like the judgment jail we put others in, this is where we put ourselves and our becoming and our potential in jail through this subconscious fear of not being able to appease the liking of this blurry, vague, fuzzy, undefined outsider. These people, what will they think? As far as I can remember, due to the kind of, let's call it collectivist culture I was raised with in India as a child, the value of others' opinions was always put on a pedestal in front of me. Because we all lived in close-knit communities and everyone distinguished themselves through the accomplishments tied to their last name, that accumulate over time, that then benefit the descendants that carry that name, it was always programmed into us that you only get one name. And your actions reflect on the other people that carry that name as well. Your family, your parents. So it is of the utmost importance to protect that name. And the spirit of that is absolutely sound. I don't think we throw the idea of reputation out the door entirely. But the problem is when the gap between our reality and perceived reputation becomes bigger and bigger. We then start to live disingenuous lives and make unreasonable sacrifices to upkeep appearances. And that's where sometimes this whole idea of what will people think or the thoughts that people hold of us as a thing to value in itself needs to be questioned and reassessed. Because although it does matter what people think, we are social beings and we should fall in line most of the time with what is socially acceptable. We, however, cannot take this thinking far enough to be imprisoned by the container of thoughts of others or all innovation and imagination that lies outside of that comfortable box that we are accepted in will never be in our grasp. Whatever is outside of it will always stay outside. You will never step outside of what it is that people think of you. And you've acted out that pattern for so long that then you start to believe that what people think of you is all that you are. So you even, you yourself now become the resistance to doing things that you have never done before. In fear of looking silly, in fear of failing in front of them, 
in fear of falling short and exposing that you are not all they perceive to be. And then losing that facade of respect. Now, I've personally seen the benefits from this value I've put on reputation. So again, I'm not trying to throw it out the window. I cannot say it's all bad. In episode 66, The Long Game, I talk about how what you are consistently over time adds points to your reputation that can defeat an entire army just by the power of your name. In my corporate career in the telecom industry, especially after I started to take it seriously, I could have, and actually have, walked into any associated companies and received six-figure offers without a resume in hand, all because of the power of my name. So your name is absolutely not something to take lightly. But after I left my corporate career to take steps out on my own, the same weight that I put on to build that reputation now weighed on me. Because it made me afraid to soil the years of work I put into building that name. Almost like now, the thing that I worked so hard for became more valuable than the work it takes to continue to build it. Almost like a prized possession, you're afraid to mess up. And again, most of this is all in our heads because no one, nowhere in any industry, no one is ever sitting there thinking about you. You were replaced faster than you can blink. But still, just like the fear of having to post something new on our social media to look stupid in front of our high school friends we haven't spoken to in 20 years because, oh my God, we might be different or more than what they thought we were. In that same way, we use this. What will people think? If I astray from what they know of me, we use the same thought carried over to past careers, past lives, past efforts, and this kills more dreams and stops more shots being taken than anything else I can think of. And this took me a long time to get to, a long time to understand the subtle programming. In a session with a life coach, we did an NLP technique in which I tried to go back to my child self and question the time where I picked up this value of reputation. What I saw in that session was me as a child maybe five or six years old, sitting in the corner of the living room in the house that I grew up in, in the middle of a gathering of my father's friends, in which I'm just observing. And in this session, I envision myself. What I see is that my parents, who have had an estranged relationship, who in this memory, I recall having had a fight days prior to this event, who maybe even slept in separate rooms at the time, are now standing in front of all these friends and in this gathering, speaking to each other, engaging with each other and everyone around as if nothing is wrong, as if all is well. And I'm not saying they should have aired out their dirty laundry or let people inside the temporary quarrels of what goes on behind closed doors, but the seamless switch of it from adversary to ally, the ease of it by which they performed never seemed to leave me. At the time as a kid, it was actually more pleasant to be around them when people were around because at least 
there was less negative energy felt. But what I got from that was this subconscious programming to value what others see over what is actually being felt inside. And for my parents, at a time that meant the entire world had a different impression of their marriage than the reality that my father actually lived in a separate apartment with his girlfriend for a few years. And to them, this disparity from reality to impression was a perfectly reasonable appearance to upkeep, to maintain the respect and reputation of their names. And to me, I thought it was the right way of being. I accepted it as the right way of being until the incongruence inside me competed with my desire for integrity. Which is why in my life, I became the opposite. I became somewhat sometimes a brutal, brash truth teller with little fear of, for the consequences of living my reality out loud. And I wouldn't be the person I am on this show today who fearlessly flosses his flaws and talks about these things openly if I still put so much value on what you think versus the value I should put on what I actually am. What I am is good enough to share, even in its imperfect state of an uphill climb to a hopefully better state. I'm willing to bear it all only after I came to this realization of its subtle grip on me, this grip of reputation of what people will think. And I wasn't here even two years ago. And where I'm trying to go, this grip still has some hold on that. And I'm trying to fight it and loosen it. Part of why I haven't owned all of me, all of this on all platforms on social media. Part of why I don't have the successful business or the life that I so desire. All because there is this subtle voice inside me that says, what will people think? I mean, even up until recent weeks or months, I find myself in an argument with my mother who blatantly uses these words, what will people think? In a way to limit her desire or to protect herself or to justify a way of being. But no amount of value put on someone else's opinions that required personal sacrifice or downplaying of yourself frees you and freed her from her lifetime of resentments. And the examples of that are clear and plentiful for her to see. But nonetheless, she finds herself trapped in the confines of what will people think. If this doesn't go well, I will get the blame. They will say it's because of me. Just a bunch of phantom judgment jailing us from phantom actors whose judgment would mean very little if actually presented. That's why it's a trick of the mind. No one, nowhere is spending any time thinking about you. They are too busy, trapped in the same mess for themselves, worried about what you will think about them. And if we all found this out and opened up about it together, we would all have a big laugh. Like, oh my God, this whole time we've been doing the same thing to each other? What a waste of life. And this pervasive Toxic thinking, what will people think, is why so many of us just conform to what we think. They think is what is acceptable to be. And imprison ourselves being behind these phantom bars of our own making. Projected onto others in a way to compensate for what is really 
our fear of the unknown. At the end of the day, we are afraid to step out into what we haven't been, what is new for us, what is undiscovered, and we use reputation and what others would think as a mask, as a false wall, where in reality, it is actually our fear of the unknown that hides behind it, for which we do not want to take personal credit for not encountering. And this fear of the unknown is a conversation for another show, but much easier it is to blame the imagined judgment of someone else as a way to be imprisoned as opposed to taking ownership that we are actually afraid of the dark. And so we take the easy and well-lit paths to misery and conform to what is acceptable instead of having the courage to brave into the unknown. Like the stranger secret shares, the opposite of courage isn't cowardice. It is conformity. It is to just fall in line with what everyone else expects of you. Because what will people think? I must just be what they expect me to be. Not more, not less. If you want the love, it comes with some hate. People will think what they think. It's none of your business. And if they really thought the horrible things you imagine and attribute to them thinking of you, even though it's really just a play of your mind, are these people then really people of value? Forget about what people think. Tend more to who you are. What you want to become. And if you are actually becoming it. Love you, family. Please share the show. See you in the next one.